So this is episode seven of D20 Memento. Uh, Ryan, you're returning for your second pass at this. It's been a year and a half, so you probably don't remember a ton. Very uh, thematically uh, appropriately, I remember almost nothing. Um, Perfect. I, I don't even know who I am anymore. All right, so the recap. You're going to be Leonard Shelby. You have interrogate amnesia. Every so often you just forget everything and flush all your new memories out the door and we get a new player. The way that works in this game is whenever, basically whenever you fail a d20 roll, with some exceptions made for combat, you're going to roll a straight up d20 and if you fail, you lose one of your... Th- it's like death saving throws for your mind. When you fail three times, you're done. The first right. time, it's a dc10. Once you failed once, it goes up to a dc12. And fail twice, you go up to DC 14. Critical mm-hmm. success knocks off a failure and gives you advantage on your next focus check. Critical failure just gives you disadvantage on your next focus check, in addition to the one failure it would normally give you. Um, so that you're not making focused like skill checks all, all over the place, I'm going to be giving you general information for skills as if you are using passive on... Slightly more things than passive would make sense for. Okay. I might ask if you really want to look into this, or if there's at any point you'd be like, no, I want to use my knowledge on this. Like, I want to really think about it, or I want to really something it. And then we'll go into your mind palace and you roll your d20, and maybe it'll be better than your passive score, which is just 10 plus your modifier. Yeah. But at risk of flushing the knowledge out of your brain. Right. Okay, so that's that's passives. That's... How the focus check works. Other than that, this is just kind of modified D20 D&D rules. Any questions before we get started? No, I'm ready to remember and then forget again. Excellent. You snap back to yourself. You've, you drifted off for a moment. Your blood is pumping. You, you feel the panic. You assume that you feel every time you come back to yourself. You, you remember that you don't remember things and you don't know why you remember that. You're holding something in your hand. You, you, you've just gripped it tightly. It hurts. You, you will find. You will avenge your wife. You will find her. And as, as, you're, as you begin to look out of yourself and become aware of your surroundings, you realize you're standing in a brightly lit, lushly appointed room. There's a huge desk in front of you. There is a fancy-looking man, like... Almost certainly a crime man of some sort. He's a little short. He looks, he just radiates confidence and he's wearing a very expensive but not flashy suit and he's just staring at you. You think he just finished saying something. Oh God, you think you just finished saying something. There's a little like chrome serving dish, like a cloche or a lid over some plate on the desk and there's a beat and you can you can take a moment more to look around or whatever you want, but you are the focus of attention. What do you do, Leonard? <clears throat> well, I'm curious what I'm holding in my hand. You want to look down at your hand? Mm-hmm. Okay. Your hand's in your pocket. You're gripping something tightly. It's a leather, a small leather pouch. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it feels like it's got four approximately golf ball-sized objects in it. I'm going to relax my hand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, wh- okay, so 
looking around the room. Is there anyone else in the room with us? Yeah, sure. You take a beat to look around. Yeah. And the man in front of you sort of knits his brows. He's looking at you a little perplexedly. But you look around. Just behind you and to your left, almost standing by your shoulder, but like one step back, is a short weasel of a man. I mean, like, short. He's, he's four foot ten with his bad haircut. He looks like a disgruntled detective. He's got a shitty, shitty, like, jacket, like a bad detective does, you know? It's sort of good for rain. It's sort of good for wind. It's got a big belt, but one of the belt loops is torn. He just looks slimy. Like, not literally, because I guess that's an option here. But, like, he's got bad stubble. It's not sexy stubble. It's just he's probably been drinking for two days stubble. And he's kind of looking at you appraisingly. And then off sort of standing much more in a corner, like someone that's been dismissed or is waiting and trying not to be noticed, is a tall, slender per- slender man. But not Slenderman, just a slender man. Wearing a green cloak, he's got black hair and a little black goatee. He looks a little nervous and a little grumpy and a little tired. And the man in front of you says... You'll tell me what, Leonard? Uh, well, let me tell you. I think I had too much to drink last night. Do you have a bathroom? <laughs> that. And Teddy says, nope. The man behind you says, <laughs> forget that bit. I he already could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, the man behind you pipes up and says, hold on a moment, Scarponi. I, I think we can work with this. Leonard, 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 have you been drinking too much again? Do you do you need a bathroom? It'll just be just be a moment and then I can I can help you get freshened up. Right, right, Mr. Scarponi? We're all friends here. Leonard's just gonna help us out, and we're almost done the meeting anyways. Mr. Scarponi looks between you two, almost like he's trying to figure out like who's fucking with him. He's like I mean, I guess we were almost finished. You're you're good with this. You'll you'll do you'll do the thing for me, Leonard. The thing. Uh well, maybe maybe a little bit more specificity. You know, I want to make sure we got this straight. Just go over it one more time for me. Of course, of course. We don't want you to fuck it up, Leonard. We wouldn't want that. You do owe me so much money, after all. You have agreed to go. Or are about to agree, I should say. Let's not presume here. We are all friends, though. You are going to go find out who the leader of the Piano Man is. Not Piano Man. The leader of the gang, the Piano Man. And you're going to kill him for me, Leonard. And he slips something into his pocket. And then we'll be square. How does that sound, Leonard? He slips something into his pocket? Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, he was just holding something. He's just casually pocketed it. Okay. I think if that's what we agreed upon, then, you know, sounds good. Can I get that bathroom now? Yes, of course. And remember, you owe me and I know where to find you, Leonard. And uh, he gestures at the guy standing in the corner. He's like, show him the things. Teddy, you're staying here. Um, And Teddy sort of makes pleading eyes at you as you are being led out of the office. As you leave. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to do anything about that before I tell you about leaving the office? Uh, pleading guys. I I don't know. Lightly. When I'm looking away from the the crime boss guy, I'll turn around as I'm mm-hmm. turned away. I don't know, kind of give him a little like I don't know look. 
I mean, these are all things if you wanted to try and make an insight check for. Right. You could, for more context, perhaps. Or you can just act on the fact that Teddy's making some sort of eyes at you. Or you can just leave. You're just kind of making shrug eyes at him and going? Yeah, I'm making shrug eyes at him, and I'm, I'm looking for this bathroom. All right, excellent. The guy in the green cloak, he opens this door. It's a big-ass door. The inside's very nice, very lush, just dark wood. The outside of this door is just like a big fuck-off red door. It's like, this is an important door. You enter here at your own peril, and outside this door you hear... Not the noise, but the sounds of classy frivolity. You hear the sounds of gambling and, and light drunkenness. And you step out and you are you're at the top of like just a couple steps to give the door a little height. And this is, you know, sort of think a classy 1920s like art deco fancy gambling. Okay. There's, there's card tables. There's roulette. There's ladies with feathers. There's, there's someone... Looks like they just got an old-fashioned station, handing out old fashions. The guy in the green cloak is going to kind of gesture just uh, over just uh, that door right there. Just head through it, and uh, I'm sure you can figure it out from there. Okay, so what I'm heading, uh, am I still like near the, uh, near the, the big office door and everything? What's my, how far am I going away here? If we picture the office door being in the south wall, this is just kind of in the west wall. You're not yeah. super far away, but like... The bathroom's not right next door. Okay. I'm going to head to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Do a quick uh, look around. Is there anyone in the bathroom when I enter? Is it a single use? Is it a multi-bathroom? You, you can find yourself an unoccupied bathroom. Yeah. Is there, is there, and there's no one else in here? Okay. No. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock the door, and I'm going to run my hands through my pockets. So I got I to gotta figure out, do I have any... Do I have anything on me that can help me figure out what's going on here? I'm looking for notes. I'm looking, what was that bag in my pocket? As you take a moment to inspect yourself, uh, we can just quickly run down first your your inventory, and then we'll we'll talk about your appearance. I mean, that'll that'll show up with some of this inventory. You've got a crude crop top. It's cut off at the midriff. It's had its sleeves cut off mid bicep, and you can see the tatters. You can feel the tatters of a hood scratching your neck. This was clearly done quickly and with a sharp knife. You also have a sharp knife. This crude crop top is made from like a heavy, sensible material that you might make a large garment for practical and not protective, but like, you know, an outer layer to protect you from the wind. This is wool, and it's thick, and it's a little scratchy. It looks kind of burgundy like a dark burgundy but when you look closer it's actually just like black fibers and red fibers like woven together in this weird heathering so when you look at it too close it just makes your eyes feel a little weird you've got a sharp knife it's a dagger it does all sorts of things sometimes apparently fashion usually stabbing drink tickets you've got just a folded wad of the fanciest looking drink tickets you've ever seen they say they're for the alabaster fox and they're good for one cocktail each from their standard cocktail menu in your pockets you've also got a lumpy leather pouch as previously mentioned when you root around inside it you see it contains four exquisite looking gems you don't know nearly enough about gems to know how much these might be worth you have no idea where the fuck you'd get gems like this these are clearly expensive Sort of tucked under one arm, you've got um, some paper and a crossword puzzle and a pen. 
kind of folded in with it. You're also wearing pants. You've got a file, like it's a, it's a small ampule. You crack open the top. It's filled with like a sparkly iridescent powder. You don't know anything about this off the top of your head, but you could rack your memory to see if you know more about it. Um, I mean, you have some semi-visible tattoos peeking out from under your cut-off clothes. I will get to those in just a moment. Also, over top of your whack, um, amazing, very fresh crop top, you are wearing a full-on tux jacket with tails. It's like all black, very fancy. Okay. Um, forget I said anything about tattoos. Unless, okay. uh, no, there, there is one that peeks out slightly from your belly because it's a crop top. Right, and the front of the jacket. Yeah, so you can you can see that there is some tattooed text like partially obscured by your crop top. Make of that what you will. Okay. Well then I'm uh, I'm going to uh lift my shirt and look in the mirror and try to see what I, what I got written there. The tattoo that you first expose as you lift up your shirt says remember Sammy Jenkins. And then as you're lifting that up to see it, you see just the end like the the foot of some other letter. It's written bigger, it's written bolder, and uh, you're going to have to take off your shirt to see this one because it looks like it's like just kind of across your chest. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start stripping off here. Full tattoo list as you, as you take off your various tops. On one forearm, you've got a shaky tattoo that says don't trust anyone. And then you've also got a one that says notes can be lost written in a shaky hand on your other arm on your bicep it says hide your weakness then just the big bold letters that you saw the first peak of just a diagonal splash across your chest that says find him and kill him on one shoulder you've got john slash james g semicolon drug dealer with a little arrow pointing to the find him and kill him note so uh, yeah, I think that's all of them. Don't trust anyone. Killer equals John James G. Drug dealer. Find him. Kill him. Notes can be lost. Remember Sammy Jenkins. Hide your weakness. Sammy Jenkins. Yeah. Okay. And you do remember Sammy Jenkins. Sammy Jenkins is another person with anterograde amnesia. Um, that's how you know about the condition you have. Hmm. You know you can't yeah. form new memories. Except for that one, maybe. Okay, Sammy Jenkins. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that's, that's interesting. John slash James G. Find him killing. So, so, yep. so that's that's got to be the man who killed my wife. Gotta be. Okay, Teddy. Teddy. Anything here about Teddy? I look at the the crossword puzzle in my hand and paper. Is there is there anything there? Any notes written in it? Any words in it? Your crossword puzzle. Looks brand new. You've been holding it for not very long. It's a little smudged. It's clean. It's unfilled in. You do have two notes. One is written just on one of your pieces of paper that says, Bella is a cultist who will kill you. Motivation? Unknown. Okay. And in your pocket, you have a crumpled up dirty scrap of newspaper with the date circled with question marks and a further scrawl of where am I? How long has it been? You don't recognize the system of dates that this newspaper seems to use. I don't recognize the system of dates. Oh, dear. Um, it's grew. No, not grew. Let's get a better word than that. That's from Despicable Me. It's Fruit Bat 27. 
according to the newspaper. Shoot. Okay. Um, Fruit Bat 27. It, what else in the newspaper? What, what kind of stories are there? Are there, are there anything I can make sense of here? You have just part of a, like, this looks like it was trash before you wrote on it. It's part of a front page, but, like, not a lot of it. Okay. You can take some time to try and make an intelligence check if you want to do more than just glance at it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to go on here. I'll, I'll, I'll inspect and see if, because the date being weird makes me feel like, feel like that's, that's kind of an alarming thing. So I'll attempt to... Uh glean any further information from it this is just gonna be an intelligence check here for you getting less than a total 10 is going to need then a focus roll mostly right. for the time you are taking sinking your focus into a newspaper to try and find anything from it so here we go that's a four plus a three that's a seven the front page article is explaining how clowns work because clowns have never been seen in this city before and some are coming for the first time and the populace must be prepared. It's a very interesting article, but ultimately tells you nothing other than these people are impoverished of clowns. You know what a clown okay. is. Weird. You have learned something. Your focus check. That's a five. You have failed your first focus check. The next one will be DC 12. I'm speed running this. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh boy. This uh okay. Okay, I'm just going to start killing people named James and John. Just murder right. them all. Let's yep. go. So, in that room, there was yeah. Scar Scarponi. Scar Scar Mr. Scarponi. Okay. And there was Oh, and what, what did he say that guy's name was that that led me out? Eddie. No, no. Oh, Teddy I don't was think Samside. Oh, I don't think it. he said the, the guy's name. Okay. Oh, boy. And Teddy's left behind. And, mm -hmm. uh, oh, geez, how can I get... Teddy seemed worried. How can I get Teddy out of there? Um, I need Teddy. Obviously. I need Teddy. Why do I need Teddy? What, what, what do I need Teddy for? Uh, come on, brain. He's my ride? I look up. Is there, is there a window? Are, what do people use? Horses here? I don't know. There's no windows here in this uh, fancy casino. I'm, I'm going to go back. I'm going to try and get Teddy. Like, I need Teddy. All right. So you're going you're gonna to leave the bathroom. I've washed my hands. Obviously. We're not barbarians here. Walk up to the red door. So you're going to go up to the red door. You're going to knock on it. You're going to barge through it. Like, what, what's your plan of action here? Uh, are there any, anyone standing beside it? There is someone standing Suddenly off to one side, you know, just maybe a pit boss or something. They're wearing like a white, white tux jacket. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like if you try and go up to this door, they, they will probably intercept you. Okay, well, I'm going to, um, is there any art on the walls uh, on the left or right of the door? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's some art on the wall. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just like, uh, so I'm trying to get, you know, so I'm not walking directly in front of this person or whatever. Just gonna look at the look at the piece of art. All right, yeah, it's it's a painting. It's of three goats. Mm -hmm. It it initially looks like they're fleeing from like a burning barn, but as you inspect it more, you think this is in fact a painting incriminating the goats of barn insurance fraud. There's little details that make you think that. I'm not as concerned about the content of this painting as I would like to make it look like I am, and. Yeah. and, and 
and then I want to angle myself so as I'm walking away from it, still paying some attention to it, like I'm curious about this painting. I want to kind of just walk across the front of the door, you know, uh, and then as I'm really close to it, just suddenly turn and and try to go through it. Okay, yeah, you you can get a burst of speed for this. Like you can't get but right. I, in front I don't want to be. I don't want to be crazy aggressive. I don't. I want to yeah. be. I want to be able to write this off if if it doesn't work out. So, so so I'm so, just gonna. Yeah, so, so we're I'm gonna the... like try to try to almost make it look like it was like I'm not going in the door until the last possible second, and then just try to casually go through the door. Yeah, so recall I mentioned the door is at the top of like three steps. Yeah, so it's oh, like yeah. the, these semicircles of steps that come ah, down. That's right. Like okay. going into a swimming pool, so you can definitely like just kind of take three quick steps up to it. But like as soon as you start mounting the steps, it, it is going to be very obvious. obvious. And that guy's guy's gonna have a better. I'm not gonna be able to get past this guy. I mean, he's just on the other side of the steps. Like, no one's no one's guarding this door. Hey, Let's not be right, right, ghosts. Right. So I could get ahead of him. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah. For it. I'm gonna go for it. So I, okay. I'm just trying to be casual to the last possible second. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to look super aggressive. Like I'm trying to rush him, but I just yeah. want to make it look like uh, suddenly I'm I'm going up these steps. You know, so the the last possible second, but casually, relaxed, relaxed. Maybe. I'm a I'm I'm meant to be here. I belong here. Yeah, so like you've you've got a moment to do something as he's like, huh? Do you want to knock on the door or do you want to push your way through the door? I would like to just open the door and walk in. Okay. I was just in yeah. here. I belong here. You can do that. Mm-hmm. He is going to be right behind you. Like as you're going through, he's like, puts that hand on your shoulder. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess uh let's do a little Are you gonna let him like put a hand on your shoulder as you're going through the door, or do you wanna try and duck and weave this? I would just like to cat, just like slip right in, just like a, a greased, uh, you know, man, naked. That man sounds like you would in the door. I'm just gonna slide right in there. Okay, that sounds like you want to not be yeah, hand not on be, shoulder, not be restrained as, yeah. as you're making your way through. Okay, yeah. so his roll is a 14, and your roll is a 19 plus something. So congratulations! You just kind of open the door, duck your shoulder. He's right behind you. He yeah. says, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Scarponi, um, but this, this guy's in here. Do you want me to? I can take him out if you want. And um, Mr. Scarponi and Teddy are having some sort of quiet conversation, just kind of, um, Mr. Scarponi's kind of sitting on the corner of his desk, like talking to Teddy, mm-hmm. but also like looming way over him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look up at you in surprise. I'd be like, hey, sorry to interrupt. Teddy, I really need Teddy. I need Teddy's help with something. You need Teddy's help, huh? Yeah, I really need Teddy right now. You mind if I? I don't know if you guys are busy. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize you guys are busy. I, mean, I just thought I come back and grab my. I gotta. We were having a very thing. interesting conversation, but uh, I guess I could lend you Teddy. You'll bring him back for me, won't you, Leonard? We are good friends after all. Of course, Mister. Best Scarfone. of friends. You got it, bud. All right. And he kind of glances at Teddy. He's like, okay, shoo, but come back. I know where you work. And Teddy uh, shuffles out of the room, but like shuffles out quickly mm-hmm. following you. And the, the pit boss is like, uh, what what the fuck's happening here? People can't just barge in here. Sort of vibes. He's looming. I just, like, I look at him. I just got it. I just had to grab Teddy. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I just right. step right past him. No more, no more trouble. You step out. You're back in the casino floor. Yeah. I uh, take Teddy by the arm and kind of like chums, and I uh, and I start walking, walking him, see if he goes with me. Mm-hmm. He'll go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
after like three steps, he's gonna like huffily shake you off and be like, "I can, yeah. I can walk." What the, what the fuck's going on, Leonard? What's gotten into you? I would really appreciate uh, if you could uh, enlighten me as to what's gotten into me. Yeah, you're causing a lot of trouble, Leonard. Let's first let's get out of here, then we can talk. All right? Right. Let's go. Jeez. Okay. He leads you to a another doorway. It looks fancy, but like fancy, and it's like for going through. It's it's got lush dark leather padding. It's upholstered like a fancy chair. And as it opens, you see there's a stair, a narrow stairway up, with thick, rich red carpeting, and like a brass ha- brass banister and red fabric on the walls. It's luxurious this descent into this casino, but you're going up, and it's still fancy. And you head up, and there's a a bar up here. It's all dark wood paneling and small circles of light and green glass. Looks like a nice bar. Maybe this is where your uh, tickets are for. Who knows? And Teddy just uh, makes a beeline for the door. And as you're passing out, not not fully out yet, but you're, you know, that little entrance way, the, the waiting area where someone might assess where they want to seat you. Uh, someone calls out and says, Hey, mister, uh, you got to return your jacket. Um, and Teddy just keeps going. Do you do you pause? Do you want to? Oh yeah, see yeah, what yeah. yeah. Out? No, no. I uh, I uh, I slip out of the tuxedo jacket. Okay. I quickly pat it down to make sure that that I didn't leave anything in it. All right. Yeah, you got all your stuff in your other pockets. Okay, cool. And uh, I just is there like a little major D station or something there or something? Yeah, like that? There, there's like a, a a reverse coat check going on here. Yeah, I just lay it on there and just keep trucking out the door. Okay. As you head out the door, you hear him say. Hey, you, you forgot your deposit, sir. Oh, uh, okay. I, I spin around on my heel. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, I head back in. Uh, of course. And uh, I grab that from him. All right. You get your 25 gold piece deposit back. Jesus. <laughs> that was, that was an expensive coat check. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. You now have significantly more money. Good job. And Teddy's just kind of huffily standing outside and i I was like when i head outside i'm just gonna gesture for him to lead away okay he's like yeah of course of course i'll lead the way leonard you don't know where the fuck you are come on follow me keep up and he just stalks off but he he can't stalk off very fast because he's short yeah okay okay so i'll catch take a couple quick steps and catch up to him and... and you begin heading uphill do you want to ask him? Do you want to? Do you want to talk about anything while you walk? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Teddy, yes. Please tell me what were we, we what were we up to back there? What was the point of our visit to that gaudy place? I don't know what your point was, Leonard. You've been going off half cocked, quarter cocked, no cocked at all. You, you've been going off. You're a loose cannon right now, Leonard. You got to do what I tell you. I I. I help keep you safe and I help you solve this murder, Leonard. But if you just go off and do whatever you want, I can't help you, Leonard. You want to solve the murder, don't you? I do. I do. What it, What do you think is our best course of action at this point? I mean, first we got to get back to your room. You've got some things there that I need to pick up. You've been collecting evidence for me, Leonard. And that'll help me figure out right. who the murderer is. My room. Your room at the Fortress right. Super 8. 
that's I, yep. I told you I told you to keep its card in your pocket, but you never you never remember. Can we can we tattoo Fortress Super Eight on you? Uh, you got so many other tattoos, so that someone knows where to like send you home to, Leonard. Right, that sounds good. Uh, home is Fortress Super Rate. That's I'll we'll put that. That sounds like a good tattoo. I I I concur, Teddy. All smart. Right. Good we'll work on this. Okay, thank you, Leonard. Yes, it is smart. But uh, all right, let's let's head back there then. As you're walking. After a couple blocks, you're you're heading you're heading up a up a slope. This whole bit of the city you're in seems to be, you know, going gradually up a slope. I mean, there's down also, but that's not the way you're going. You seem to be in some sort of mid-rent artisan district. It's all small buildings, but like niceish ones. And uh, you hear someone falling in step beside you, maybe coming out of a side street or somewhere. And as you look over, there's this woman beside you with her, with her cloak pulled up, her hood pulled up over her head. It's late evening, so most of her face is in shadow, but she's got like, you know, a nice jawline and clearly clearly quite a lot of nice hair. And the, the cloak sort of looks, looks down and over at Teddy, and Teddy looks up at her, and she's like, Leonard, 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 where did you run off to? And Teddy's like, piss off, toots. He's with me. What do you do? <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, ah, sorry, busy right now. Can't stop to chat. Another time. Just, 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 just step this way, just a little bit, just a little bit, Leonard. Just, it, it'll only take a moment. No thanks. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Keep moving away from her. She sighs exasperatedly and peels off. She seems grumpy. You make your way the rest of the way to the Fortress Super 8. It's the inn, and you see why it's called that? Because it's on one side of like a large plaza, and at the far end, there is in fact the walls of the fortress for the town. It's kind of at the top of the hill. And you walk in, and guy behind the desk seems to recognize you he nods he's like hey leonard hey teddy been a big day huh and teddy just grumbles and it's like yeah. yeah and like leads you right up the stairs he seems to know which room is yours yeah okay i kind of remember this place it's it's i remember i was here before yeah. i think um and grunt right I'm just going to try to walk in the first door that I go by. Like, this is my room, right? All right and you, you kind of bonk into it, and Grant's like coming up the stairs after you. He's like, I mean, I, I've, I've got the key. I've got the key for you here, Leonard. Okay. Turn around and go back and get the key. I mean, he's, he's coming up. He's going to unlock the, the room for you. Yeah. He unlocks yeah, the yeah. third room down. Okay. He's like, oh, there you go. Yeah, that's the one. There you go, Leonard. That's, that's, yeah, thanks. Remember, it's, it's, almost, it's almost time to pay for your rooms again. But, uh, We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. You you go in. Teddy goes in. It's you know it's it's an okay it's an okay room in an inn. It's got a bed. It's got a wash basin. It's got a window. It's got a chair. It looks kind of disheveled. Like there's it's not hugely disheveled. It clearly hasn't been tossed. But you've you've obviously been here for a little bit. What do you want to do? Do uh, is there anything stashed around the room? Give me find. Perception. 
Perception check. That's a plus three. 22. Nice. Oh, yes, there is stuff stashed around this room. Mostly under the bed. Classic hiding place for stuff Classic. to stash. You find um, most of your stuff, which is good because you don't really have stuff right now. You get a backpack, a hand crossbow, another knife, vial of some sort of poison, probably. Some more writing implements. This is awesome. I've, I've acquired the entire character, another character sheet here. Three more daggers. So many daggers. A potion of healing. The potion that I described as poison is in fact an acid vial. You've got two flasks of uh, alchemist fire. And there's also just a, a ruggedized looking suitcase. And as soon as you're peering out of the bed, Teddy's stuck his head under there also. And he's like, oh, that's the evidence. I'll take that. I'm like, hold up. Okay. He, he reaches for it. You, yeah. you try and reach. Do you want it? Yeah. I'm going to, you know, ask him to hold up. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take it out. Okay. So he, he does not want to let you have this. He's, he is going to continue just being like, this is mine. I'm bringing it over here unless you want to actually like lightly wrestle him for it. No, no. I'm going to just say, slow down, Teddy. Let me see what's in here first. Like, it is evidence. You've collected yeah. this. I got to keep it safe. I can go look and at you it. And you will. We're going to take a yeah. little look at it real quick. We can't open it in here. Why not, Teddy? Could be anything. It's evidence yeah. you've collected. I've got to open we're... it somewhere safe. No, no. We're in a safe spot. I'm taking a look. We're not going anywhere with that briefcase until I have a look at it, Teddy. That's, that's not the deal, Leonard. <laughs> you fucking with me, Leonard? No, I'm not fucking with you, Te Teddy. We're taking a look at this briefcase. Non-negotiable. Yeah, I'm not negotiating, Leonard. Does this look like a funny face to you? Well, yes, but that's just your regular face. It's funny to me, Teddy. But that's beside the point here, Teddy. And I'm, and I'm telling you, you're not going anywhere with the briefcase before I take a look at it. You're at an impasse. It's either persuasion, intimidation, or wrestling time. I would like to uh, persuade Teddy. Teddy is stubborn. Okay, I'm, I'm going to... My, my, the, the way I'm going to say it to him is this. I'm be like, Teddy, trust is essential between us. Okay? I need to have this. I need to have this. I need to have a look at this. And you need to back off. Good news. You got a critical success over Teddy's middling role. Teddy's like, all right. You're right. And you're right. You're right. And you're right. Trust essential. To take a look at this, and I'm going to take it down with me. I'll do the investigation I need to. And he opens the briefcase and it gives just like this faint, like clinking rattle mm -hmm. as he opens it. The whole thing is filled with carefully secured vials, just like the one in your pocket. Gotta be a couple hundred in here. And there's All two right. missing. It's like, see? It's just a little bit out of character for a second. So yep. should I should I use a knowledge I acquired in my previous iteration of playing this game? No. So I don't remember this. Okay. No, you don't remember this briefcase. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this briefcase is new to Leonard. Fortunately, it's not new to you. Um, I don't think you know what arcane is, though. So, like, if you wanted to try and figure out what that is, uh, you can use some arcana or some medicine knowledge to try and figure that out. Yeah, I would really like to understand what these vials are. Do you want to know more about what the contents might do or more about how it might be used? Arcana versus medicine. 
Ooh, I think uh, like how it might be used, like what would be the practical way of of utilizing it or or yes. what? Why people? Yeah, I more want to know why. Yeah. And okay. what than 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 exactly how. Like what it does rather than how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. Arcana. That's that's a six. You don't know. It's probably something good. It looks great. It's sparkly. It's pretty. It's so appealing. Must be good. And that's a focus check. Mm-hmm. And that's also a six. <laughs> I'm sorry, Leonard. You're, you find arcane unknowable, and your focus does begin to slip. Yeah. You've got one more roll. It's going to be a DC 14. <laughs> this might be a short one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so Teddy's like, okay, see? Satisfied? It's, it's just evidence. And he snaps it shut. It's like, I'll be taking this with me. Wait, where are you taking that to? You know, I'm a cop. I, I'm going to take it down. We're going we're gonna to continue investigation. I'll help you find the murderer. Is that a problem, Leonard? Uh, I don't see how this is evidence or how any of this ties into anything. And the fact that you're not explaining it to me makes me believe that, as I just pointed out to you, trust is extremely important. And you're not giving me trusting vibes right now, Leonard. I can only explain things to you so much, Leonard. No, that's if, not if true. If I keep explaining them, you just forget. You just got to trust me on this, right? Doesn't one of your tattoos say trust Teddy? No, it doesn't. Oh, we got to work on that, Leonard. It doesn't, Teddy. It doesn't say uh, trust Teddy. Okay. okay, you had some notes that said that. You've lost them. Here, let me... He's like, here, let me help you out. No. He, he reaches <laughs> for some of your paper. <laughs> no, no, I'm... Uh... Oh, jeez. Um, oh, shoot. Okay, well, man, I don't know here. I don't really trust him taking this. I, I, I think, uh, I think I gotta take some more drastic action here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I have my, all my stuff back. Yeah, you've got your, your, your backpack full of things many knives, a healing potion, an acid vial, some alchemist fire. I think I'm going to attempt to, uh, when he reaches for the, uh, the pen and paper, mm-hmm. are his hands off the case? I mean, he's got the case in one hand. He's like yeah. holding, holding it kind of under, like to his chest. Yeah. It's like pretty big, so he can't quite football hold it, but he's just like, he's closed it and he's got it. His other hand, he's just trying to take some of your paper. Okay. I think, I think I'm going to, at this point, attempt to snatch the case back from him. Excellent. Love it. So that is contested athletics or acrobatics. You've got a plus two to acrobatics. Um, Teddy is small and weaselly, so he is not well suited to this, but he rolls exceptionally well for a 15. And you get 13. He re- you wrestle with him, but he keeps, keeps a hold on the case. He says, Leonard, Leonard, come the fuck down. Doing this for you. More do you fucking want? I want to know the truth, Teddy. I want to try to keep resting the case from. Um, just kind of go again. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Once more. <laughs> once more into the breach. Okay, so that's Teddy. Yeah, you're you're significantly bigger than him. You get him this time. He's like, fine, fine, Leonard. You want this? You want this here? Take it. And he lets it go. Yeah, lets it go as you wrench it out of his hands. Yeah. 
And in that moment, he grabs the chair and storms out of the room. And it looks like he's trying to wedge the door. And he's like, wait, that's the door. The door closes the wrong way. This isn't going to work. He just <laughs> slams the door. He's like, all right, I'll, gi- I'll give you a moment to cool down here, Leonard. Give you, give you a moment to cool down. We can sort this all out. You hear him calling down the hallway. Hey, Grunt. Grunt, can you get up here? We need the key. Sounds like he's trying to get you locked in your room. Yeah, how are the, what's the window situ- what's a window situation here? I mean, you got a window. You're up on the second floor. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think, uh, do I have any rope? Do I, what I, I just got all my stuff. No, I don't have rope. You don't have uh, any rope. Uh, I think I want to go out the window. All right. Just kind of. Wait, hold on. Before I go out the window, I'm going to grab a piece of paper. Okay. I'm going to write down, Teddy wants the case. Not sure if he should have it. Excellent. You write that down. And as okay. you're doing that, you hear you hear um, a click of a key in the door. And uh, your door is locked. How do you want to go at this window? <laughs> okay. Just kind of dive through the plate glass, open it up. I want to open it up. Okay. Excellent yep. choice, sir. <laughs> and then uh, do I have any drain pipes? Do I have any wrought iron fixtures on the outside of the building do i got any vines what do we got here ledges i mean like a little bit of all of the above you so the challenge here is you have a backpack and you also have a suitcase full of glass vials so like you you've only got really one hand to do this with it's my good hand though um yeah okay so so i'm looking i'm looking for what my best way out of here is I'm thinking like a maybe a dangle. I'm thinking maybe a, a, a toehold. What I'll give you here is you've got some control of your descent. Let's make an acrobatics roll with your plus two to acrobatics. And every 10 points of acrobatics will remove one of two possible d6s of falling damage. Okay. Representing your general climbing and falling down success. So acrobatics roll, that's an 18 plus 2. That's perfect. You negate all your falling damage. You just kind of nimbly like lower yourself down on the window ledge and then hop down. It's easy. No problem. It's ain't no thing. You tuck and roll and like shelter the case. Great. You're good at this. Okay. It's evening now. The sun has set. The city has many lights that are starting to be lit on various roads and houses but it's getting dark what do you want to do um i'm gonna look for oh man i need like a like a a, a, a quiet tavern or something i can tuck away in the back corner of here i want to put a little bit of distance between me and uh and the uh teddy in the and the inn find somewhere somewhere to hold up for a little bit you know of one other place in the world right now? It is a bar. But I don't know if I want to go back there. Okay. I mean, you, you know that direction. Perhaps there's more bars if you go further in that direction. Or you could just wander oh. and see what you find. Yeah, I guess we're wandering. <laughs> okay. So you said you were looking for a bar you could hole up in. Or some, somewhere, just somewhere I can, I can get off the street and get get just be a little discreet sure back alley mm, not so much back alley 
not so much back alley. You want you want some sort of public house of some sort. Yeah. Or other inn. Okay. Yeah, or other inn sure. would be fine too, yeah. You wander looking for somewhere quiet to be alone with your suitcase. You you make your way downhill sort of the only way to go, and by the time you get back to the alabaster fox, you have not found anything more promising. You can continue to search, but you suspect that wandering more, while you might find something good, will maybe be distractible. So you will need to make a focus check if you want to keep searching. Okay. Um, or you could go into the alabaster fox. Do I feel like I could? I could be discreet inside there i feel like this is kind of a heady spot people know who i am the top floor of the bar seemed very nice and very quiet but like how much heat is on you from whatever the hell was going on down in the basement casino um that's really hard to say because you don't know what what got you into that conversation of please go kill this other guy yeah all right i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna risk it the last thing the last place he'll look for me back here i don't know that <laughs> okay you head into the alabaster fox yeah the bouncer looks you know so i'm back already huh okay well i mean just get get the jacket again and uh i guess you're good to go i'll uh fish out the 25 gold yeah and as you're going in you you feel like there's some people staring at you in the plaza but uh it's hard to quite be sure of that and you head inside and you uh give the reverse coat check coat check person your deposit back and they give you the same jacket oh good 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 to see you back sir um do you need any more crosswords uh i'm good thank you oh okay well let me know if you need anything else and so yeah this this is a quiet classy bar it looks like they will serve all manner of expensive amber spirits they might even have some magical fruit things with some sort of foam on top but this establishment definitely doesn't have paper umbrellas do you want to sit at the bar do you want a deep green leather booth what Um, do you want i fish out the drink tickets before making my decision yeah did they did they say the name of the bar on them the alabaster fox Ah, uh, yes. Okay, good. I walk up to the bar, Tinder. All right. He's like, oh, welcome back. Sorry, what did I, What can I get for these again? I mean, were you looking for cocktails or more general entertainment? Just a cocktail. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have a seat. Uh, I, I said, actually, I think I might grab a, uh, a table. By all means. What's, what's your specialty? Oh... I mean, the special tonight is a mottled field berry mint uh, with a little bit of whipped whipped aquafaba and a 14-year double smoky whiskey. Excellent. I'll take one. And uh, I look for the uh, the uh, more discreet-looking lo- discreet little spot out of the way. You you can just grab yourself a back corner booth. It's currently empty. It looks like it'll be popular. You make yourself comfortable. Yeah, I'm gonna like kind of without being super obvious about it. As I walk over the booth and as I sit down, I'm trying to gauge if there's any any uh, eyes on me as I'm doing so. Yes and no. There's not many patrons in this bar. Um, do you want just like your your passive 
passive on this or do you want to yeah, really apply not your looking. brain? I'm not trying to because okay. I, I don't. Yeah. Just trying to gauge. You don't see anyone like obviously just staring at you. You have the attention of the staff, and this is a classy and expensive place, so there are several staff waiting to be exactly where they need to be. And you did just come in, presumably, and then leave fairly quickly, not like half an hour ago. Yeah. And so you're drawing some consideration there, but there's no one like obviously just sharpening a knife and staring at you. Good. <laughs> That's a good start. Okay, I'm going to... Uh... Tuck the briefcase down out of sight. Okay. Um, is there any? Ooh, is there any way I can really stash it in this somewhere in this booth? That's that's a little bit. Hmm. Is there a spot underneath the booth itself, or? I mean, like you can put it down bit. where your feet go in a booth, but there isn't yeah. like a secret compartment that you've discovered. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I just mean you know, it's a hollow under the booth no. or anything like that. I'm I'm just kind of. It it's not on like risers yeah. with fabric skirting that you can just tuck it under i think you're thinking yeah. of a fourth of july stage <laughs> not a booth in a fancy restaurant so i tuck it down by my feet out of sight okay. in the dark Excellent. yep okay yeah and i furiously go to work uh writing some notes what notes do you want to write scarponi asked slash demanded i kill the leader of the piano men okay yeah, I should do demanded. It's good. I don't need to ask. Demanded, yeah. Uh, Teddy tried to take case and lock me in my room at Fortress Super 8. Teddy tried to take case and lock me in my room at Fortress Super 8. Um, I think, geez, I don't really know what else to do here. Okay, so all I really know about is the Fortress Super 8 and this bar. It's all I've got. As you're contemplating your stack of papers and your other notes, a senior-looking maitre d'-looking fellow comes up to you and says, Are you the new courier? You should know this is terribly bad form. You're not supposed to come into the bar. Give that to me, and we'll overlook this breach this time. What, what's he gesturing to? He's gesturing to the, the suitcase. I tucked it out of sight, though! Like, as much as your feet are out of sight... You also walked in carrying it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh-uh. Yeah, I can go, but it's coming with me. I'm terribly sorry, sir. I must have misunderstood. Um, I, yes, terribly sorry. I, th I thought you were, thought you were someone else. Please forgive me. And uh, he he takes a step back and then uh, just kind of busily disappears, uh, disengages, and walks away through one of the many service doors. Dude, okay. Then a bar. Okay, I think I, I think I shouldn't be here with this briefcase. I gotta get going. Okay, uh, I think I'm gonna down my drink. Was it good? Yeah, yeah. Was it's it good? Just, Was... It's just arrived. Yeah. Okay. It's it's very intense. It's um obviously masterfully constructed, but like all things that get turned into a high enough art, the composition becomes somewhat challenging because to make something simple and consumable is viewed as like trite or pandering and to be able to enjoy something so smoky and so frothily beany but also so beautifully pithy as as the field berries is 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 proof that you can appreciate true art um so good is a hard term but powerful powerful and evocative yes Ooh. okay i uh wipe the bean foam off my nose um return the glass to the table 
gather my things, securing my notes away, and uh, <laughs> pre-shrug off, pre-shrug off the, uh, the 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 tux and make my way to the door. You return it to the the reverse coat check and acquire my gold. beat feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got your deposit back. You're making a quick exit. Wait, wait, hold. Before I go out the door, I return the coat. Uh, are there any other ways out of this bar? Not that you've noticed. I asked the Matrix guy. I asked him if is there another way out of this out of this room that's not the front door. I, he looks look if he's like like um to to leave the room or to leave the, the bar, bar, sir. The bar. He's, you could go down through the kitchens, I guess technically, but um <clears throat> you you. You're I, I really not supposed to do that. And he's sort of down. Like is he just is he looking at over at the the where I was at earlier, those stairs or No, he's he's not looking anywhere. He's looking a little undecided. He seems to like you. I will call for some insight here. Okay. Yes. Um if you want to understand what's going on here more. I do want to, yes. Insight. That's a critical failure. Oh good God. Uh, let's roll your focus check. We're going for 14 or more. That's a seven. Oh, shoot. Ask one too many questions. Ask one too many questions. Okay, so that that brings a wrap to this bit of Leonard Shelby's wild adventures to and from the Alabaster Fox, his most popular bar ever. Oh, dear. How do you feel, Ryan? What do you think? I feel like I did not accomplish very much. But I feel like I'm, I left Jill and Shelby in a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think everyone feels. Yeah. Um, not the worst. I'm not currently, you know, I'm speaking to a, a relatively low stakes person here. So that's good. That's an interesting place to put Leonard down. There's, there's a lot almost going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good job. You made some notes. You found your cool suitcase full of drugs oh i can't wait to hear this whole gameplay it is it's gonna be the most convoluted way of accomplishing the goal ever this has been great thank you very much ryan cheers my pleasure thanks for having me